listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kat. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We do. We have Jana. Thank you, Jana. Thank you so much, Jana. Okay. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? It's actually a listener question. They write, when I came out, it was a huge strain on my relationship with my mother. We still don't talk the same. Both my father and sister separately told me that one of the things that was a strain on my mom was the fact that I wasn't coming out to everyone. But it was put on everyone else to tell people or not. Mm. This was a big emotional and mental burden for her she didn't want to carry. The question, when you come out to someone, you're there and somewhat prepared for the questions. But are your friends and family ready to answer questions? Could they ever be as ready as you? Because if they aren't ready to handle it, what happens when the person who just learned this has to process all of this emotionally in a bubble. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a lot. That That is a lot. And that actually, it's so funny because that actually reminds me of some stuff from my own recent coming out. Like what? Um, specifically, you know, talking about the fact that it's... Let's break this down a couple ways. Mm-hmm. It's like one is... One part is like coming out to one person and expecting them to like segregate or expecting them to keep separate like who knows and who doesn't right so that i can use the right pronouns when i'm talking to yes. chris but then when i'm talking to bethany i use different pronouns yes and so that could be tricky true. and you are expecting that of that person true but as mm-hmm. as someone who lived through that time yes. I want to assume that you knew to be kind of forgiving if the person screwed up. Yeah. In light of the cognitive task you put on them. That being said, if they screw up the wrong way and accidentally outed you. I think my mom did that. I believe I my it. Mom, I think my mom was talking to my dad once or twice and I was telling you she when mm-hmm. um, we were still, I was not out to my dad. So yeah. she had to switch that up. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, I thought you were talking about our... our his sister. Ha ha ha. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that is that is a tricky burden to put on someone. Mm-hmm. It's not the greatest burden in the world, but it is tricky. Yeah. Um, when I was not out to everyone yet, we still had, like, we couldn't post anything on Facebook. Yeah, there, was a, there was a big chunk of time where we are not in each other's photos. And I could not tag you mm-hmm. on Facebook. We still had tons of photos with us, but we could not share them on social media, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lest... My family okay. would see you. Yeah. Exactly. And then I think, was I even in pictures? And we just didn't, we couldn't tag them because. No, I don't think we ever did that because it seems a little sneaky like, ooh, there's a beautiful tall girl next to me. They'll never guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> like, I don't think Maybe we even we did that. that. And I also think you were sort of disinclined to play that game. You didn't yeah. want to take that risk. I didn't. I was, I was terrified. We were just not in photos together. or We didn't yeah. post together photos on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is something that when you come out, you have two options of coming out. One is you can come out to everyone in the world at once, and that could be everyone in your life, mm-hmm. via Facebook post. And then as you make the Facebook post, you also call grandma and you call <laughs> Uncle Chester and you call your Zeppelin repair person. 
And you email everyone at work at the same time. Yeah. You email everyone in your hobbies and you email all your, your, your doctors. Your Warhammer 40k group and yes. your doctors yes. and the the unlicensed doctor you go to that you really shouldn't. Yeah, but, but it just gets that back so good. Yeah. So nobody does that ever. Nobody that's does that. not a great idea. And no. And it's terrifying okay. i mean it's terrifying as i'm sure there are people out there who've been like you know what i just want a completely clean break yeah i just want to come out to everyone at once i'm gonna i've got everything ready in my drafts folder i just have to hit send on this mass email to mm-hmm. everyone in the world mm-hmm. and i get it some people might want to do that it's simple it, it honestly isn't as crazy as as like what i did which was like slowly come out it's just it's ripping off that band-aid you know i feel like yours was a much it took longer but and it what and it did put a bit of a burden like on me and on your mom and you know us having to keep track of who knows and who doesn't but the other one is terrifying coming out is terrifying and it puts you in a place of having to deal with all the reactions at once it does like you picked our friend group Knowing it was a friendly, supportive group. And mm-hmm. then you expanded to, uh, and then work was next, and then, then your I think, sister. No, my sister was next, and yeah. then my mom, and then work, and then so, like, you slowly started, extended relatives. You started with the easy ones. I did. Which I, makes I, sense. I, yeah, I dipped my toe in. I, I wanted to come out to, like, one person first mm-hmm. and gauge that. Mm-hmm. And I think most people, there are people, you could send that one mass email out to everyone you ever encounter in your daily life. Mm-hmm. Or your extended family, etc. You're not likely going to do that. You're likely going to pretty much do the second option, which is coming out to groups of people in little pockets Mm -hmm. or coming out to people one at a time or in little other other ways, if you will. Um, And before we get away from that mass email, though, if any of our listeners have done that, if you have ripped the bandaid off, if you told everyone all at once i would love to hear how that was how that went for you how the reaction was but also how you dealt with hitting send dealt with waiting for the first response dealt with three weeks of fallout like i'd be interested to know yeah how's that go and what made you decide to do it all at once in the first place Mm -hmm. but we are not talking about the rip of the band-aid off we are talking about the Certain circles know and certain circles don't. Yeah. And we have a couple episodes on uh, in limbo and Mm -hmm. coming out and being a partner when when the trans person is in limbo. Mm -hmm. So we have a few episodes that do deal with some of that um, partway through process and give those a listen. They're excellent. Links down below. Exactly. But this one goes deeper into it this one goes into the burden you you yeah. put on someone well this is uh, this is the thing you, you're most likely to come out to to people you're close with first mm-hmm. and then extending who you think people will be supportive as it go as you go along mm-hmm. so there are going to be times where most likely in your transition where you're out to some people and you're not out to others mm-hmm. kath we're gonna turn this right over to you okay <laughs> Because you are the person who had that burden placed on you. Oh, that's right. And I was the burden placer. Mm. So as someone who had that burden placed on you, mm-hmm. how was that? How Was that easy? Was that complex? Were you worried about screwing up? Did you resent the fact that I was giving you an assignment that made you worry about screwing up? 
obviously you and I are fairly close as far as people go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think what was difficult because you came out to our friends first mm-hmm. and that's our life you know it's like our co-workers and our friends like and each other that's who we spend the bulk of our time around uh we don't either of us have a ton of family like in the city i have a bit but um yeah so the differences between who knew and who didn't wasn't too burdensome for me because i didn't spend a whole lot of time around people who didn't know yeah um so you ripped that band-aid off like the local people. Yes. That bandit came came right off. Well, local friend group. Our, our friends yeah. and acquaintances. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, so that wasn't burdensome at all. I think the biggest burden was uh, calling home to my folks. Yeah. And Facebook, you know, trying to be careful mm-hmm. about that. I think I made some mistakes where I tagged myself and I had to untag myself. Yeah. And I remember I, there were a few panics. Moments where we were like, oh, shit, we mm-hmm. tagged that mm-hmm. last night. We've got to untag that. Yeah. As if, like, my aunt is on Facebook 24-7. And I, and I know, I know she's not. And I know, I yeah. know. That doesn't matter. It's still, this is how things well, are how right now. It? And this is yeah. what we're going to do. How was yeah. it? How burdensome was it? Um, basically, none at all. I can okay. think uh, of very few conversations. It's almost entirely conversations with my parents. There was one. Yeah. Uh, one Christmas where I went home to Chicago and you mm-hmm. stayed here and I was describing your presence, but I had to switch gender and I had to switch a lot of the presents. Uh, um, to make was... up new presents. No, I, I, oh. I, I, <clears throat> I de-genderified them. Okay. I told them I, that was the year I got you a robe and a couple of Star <laughs> I got Wars them, I got them t-shirts. a boys. <laughs> a larger men's. <laughs> And some lovely scented lotion for guys. Man lotion. <laughs> um, and, and you know, switching the pronouns yeah. and, and the name and everything. Um, it felt weird, but I never really worried about messing up because it was still sort of new to Why me did it, also. Yeah, how did it feel weird? Just having to cognitively stop, think, okay, this is the name mm-hmm. to use in this circumstance. Yeah. Stop, think, this is the pronoun to use in this circumstance. Um, I think I might have gotten you. I got you some girly stuff that year, and I just couldn't talk about it. Yeah. But I did also get you like a Star Wars T-shirt, and that's, like so those stuff I could talk about, yeah. I did talk about, and that was fine. It's not like my mom sat me down and was like, "You got him other presents. I know you did. Now tell me what they are." Like, yes. She didn't. Okay, I'm sure she was thinking it, but she she didn't do that. Yeah. Um. So, other than times where we had really cute photos mm-hmm. that i wanted to post on facebook yeah there wasn't really a problem no and i did screw up at one point inviting a friend to your birthday party where you were male presenting oh that i'd only ever presented a female and to this she had friend. only ever seen you female yes yeah i screwed that up myself too where we had a, we had another friend that mm-hmm. i'd only ever presented female to and then we showed up at something of hers, and I was in guide mode, and, mm-hmm. and she was like, what? <laughs> she had no idea, which I passed, and I felt very awesome about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But, um, so there are, there were times like that. Wasn't that, there, there was a time, there was that Oktoberfest upstate, and our friend picked us up at the train station, and like, towards the end of the day, they're dropping us off, and they're like, oh, uh, I told my, my other friend here, it was four of us who went, I told my other friend here it'd be two women, and. 
Yeah. And you were male presenting, so we're like, uh, hmm, huh? all right. Uh, but of all those times, yeah, no one was like, what's going on here? Everyone's just yeah. been cool and rolled with it. Uh-huh. It was that one time. What? It was that one time? Mm, the New Year's party. Oh, yeah. Where a, that was kind of funny, though. I think. I, I'm glad you're laughing at it, because I think I thought I fucked that up so bad. Oh. Uh, it, we were hanging out no. with friends who had only ever seen male presenting Faith. and we. But we also, we had a New Year's party. Oh, God. And they had been invited, but it was like a Facebook thing, and they didn't say they were coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they were no's, or they never replied they to didn't the reply. invites. Yeah, but they showed up. Yeah. Which, okay, whatever. Not that, had they RSVP'd, it would have been like, so, Faith and I are really looking forward to seeing everything. Like, yeah. that wouldn't have changed anything. But they walked in and were like, oh, hey, great. It's no, great to see you. Great. Yeah, no, it was, they were hanging out, like, all night. And then, like, three hours since the party, they were like, where's Tom? <laughs> Is Tom here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I... Stupidly, I I'm, I want to say I was drunk. I don't know if I was. We were we were probably all drunk. I pointed to you and said, "That's Tom." Yeah. And then we moved on with conversation. Uh, yeah. That's Tom. And I think I was like, "Hey, you pass." And then we moved on with yeah. conversation and haven't hung out with them since. Yeah, but that was yeah. It's not say la vie. They bounced off our friend group. Yeah. Anyway, the point being, yeah, there there were some screw ups, but I think what was comes, the right thing to say? I think we handled it fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was quite funny. So clearly, you can let go of that awkwardness. Because you pass so good. Sometimes, I guess. Um, other times, no. That was way before, like, that was early in the hormones. And, yeah. And in the wig time and everything. It's Yeah. They thought they were just at a party with me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, <laughs> the point being, I think the further you get from your core people. Yeah. I think the more onerous that burden's going to feel. Yes. Obviously, you're my partner. We're the most important people in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not to speak for you, but... Uh, <laughs> We're actually the most important people on the planet. We are. As far as I'm concerned, which is my reality and is, mm-hmm. therefore, reality. Yeah. So... Solipsism? Is that what it is? I think so. Okay, go on. So we are... Um, point being... The point is, I keep saying point being. Point being. The idea is that as you get further out from the, the your core group of people, I think it is going to become more onerous. My mom told me she kind of did have more of an issue with this than you did. Okay. Uh, because when I was out to her, I came out to my sister first. Mm-hmm. Came out, Then I came out to my mom. And I, I'm, I don't live with my family. I'm not close with them, really. We see them, you know, once a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's like you talk pretty regularly. We do, Once but a it's week or but it's less. You know, I'm less close to yeah. my dad than I am my mom, yeah. for instance. Yeah. And so I did. I was like less concerned about coming out to that that other part of the family. My parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. They rarely see each other, but because they now have a grandkid in common, ah, they encounter um, each other. They more. encounter each other, and so it's. Yeah, I think my mom found that difficult. And so she did kind of reach out to me and be like, eh, you should think about coming out because, gosh, that would make everything easier. Yes. And I kind of did. It was something that at that time really hadn't occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so so after, you came out to your mom knowing that it might be hard for her and it would be a big I change. Hadn't, I hadn't even. Yeah. But you didn't think about 
her talking to your dad. No. Her talking to your grandma. Her exactly. talking to other distant family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't even thought about that. It You're was a really thoughtless that surprised person. Me. You know, the there's problem. a thing about transition. I sat down and wrote this whole long detailed plan and uh, there were still things that surprised me. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe we'll do that next time. What, We've done you, what did you screw up in your transgender plan? And I assume <laughs> all of you out there have a detailed transgender plan. This is just how I deal with things. I just write a plan. It's There's diagrams and flowcharts. It's very impressive. But uh, can we clean off the whiteboard? Didn't you finish no, most I, of that stuff? Still some equations. All right. I'm, I'm working out. Some okay. trans equations. <laughs> Um, which I will publish at some point in the Journal of Transgender Science, which is also a journal that we need to start. We'll start that journal. <laughs> yes. We'll start it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next part of this question, when you come out to someone, you are there and you're prepared for the questions, but your family and friends are not prepared for those questions. So this is... So the asker is saying, if your mom tells your grandma and your grandma has questions, what's your mom she's supposed gonna to She's going to ask your do? mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so... This is tricky because as trans people, I know we've probably before coming out spent a lot of time studying this and figuring this out. Yeah. I know I spent quite a bit of time on the early internet um, and using, books, using, articles, using some of my 250 AOL hour, minutes, AOL, AOL minutes <laughs> or whatever it was, and um, and at the public library and things, mm. they had one copy of Transsexual Empire, which is not a great oh. book, but it was the only book they had, so I read it. Um, I'm so sorry that was your only source. Yeah, it's okay. But 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 the point is, so you've been doing research all your you've life. You've been doing research all your life. And you know the answers to these questions. We started this podcast because mm-hmm. I knew a lot about and being I trans and you didn't. Nothing. So it is kind of I I think it's tricky. You can say maybe one of two things that immediately leap to mind is one you could have resources ready, mm-hmm. and that may be FAQs. Yeah. You could even have a page to hand it out. You could have um, just some links you can point mm-hmm. them to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's someone who's done a transgender FAQ out there. There is. And if they're not, if it's like grandma or something like that, yeah. if they're not uh, internet users, there are PDFs on PFLAG that you can mm-hmm. print out. just spells it out really basic. A lot of yeah. the subreddits are sometimes like a parent okay. who says... Uh, my son says he's my daughter now. I don't know where to start. And this is a great place to for them to start. Yeah. For we'll put anyone a link to start. To uh, down below. one of those down below. Mm-hmm. So that's a good resource. Uh, either having that available. You could also say the other thing I think is maybe have them tell them to say, whoa, those are great questions. You should reach out to Bethany. Bethany, mm-hmm. uh, the the transitioning person, mm-hmm. and feel free to ask them. And then I think you need to say, as the trans person, questions are okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get questions like this, and you might get questions from your great uncle or you know your Fox News watching MAGA uh, hat wearing grandma, oh, grandma. whoever, grandma. <laughs> your racist, racist grandmother. Maybe um, you have a super sweet grandma. We we shit on grandmas a lot. We do. With okay. this podcast. They, they don't know the internet and they're all racist. My grandmas are all dead. Oh, no. Um, so if your grandma may have questions, they may have questions that you consider rude. And I think, right. I think that you just need to, as the person coming out, answer those questions but but also in that answer you can point out okay that's 
That's personal. Probably personal or not really appropriate for these reasons. And be very respectful because this is someone trying to learn. Well, in a former episode. Yeah. Um, and I think this might have been about coming out to coworkers, maybe, where, where yeah. it's like a, a, a different kind of relationship. It's not a mm-hmm. close emotional relationship, but it is a close everyday kind of mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. And in that case, when people had questions, you kindly invited them to fucking Google it. Because maybe the trans person isn't into. I'm answering assuming all that, that you care about your grandma. Okay, yes. If it's a, if it's your great uncle, you only see it like people's funerals once every ten years. Then yeah, you can say go to Google. Google it. If it's someone that you do care about, your your lovely you know great aunt Betty White, <laughs> who's just a darling, She's or your wonderful. other great aunt Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> You might want to just help, you know, you can guide them through this. Some P flag printouts on him. Have, have P flag printouts or be like, ask me anything, mm-hmm. and and accept that there may be inappropriate questions, and just help them kind of understand where you're coming from. Be respectful, um, and understand that inappropriate questions don't always mean malice. True. Um, often people just don't know. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand where people are coming from a place of ignorance and where people are coming from a place of malice. And more often, I would say, give people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and assume it's ignorance and treat everyone um, really respectfully and kindly as you guide them through this. Because, you know, establish mm-hmm. your boundaries. Say, yeah. look, I'm, I'm really not... Mm-hmm. Comfortable talking about surgery right now, but I can tell you what most people do. I can tell you about things I've read. I can yeah. tell you what I'm kind of thinking about, maybe, but I'd really rather not discuss. Yeah. And be willing to say stuff. I don't know. Yeah. And if you're out there and you happen to be the cis relative of of a trans person you listen to this podcast, oftentimes when LGBTQ people are discovering who they are, mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't know. They, they aren't going to know the answer to your question, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if it's like, what are you going to do in the future? Um, fucking know. What are you going to do in the future? Nobody know. knows that. And so I think I think coming out is a very confusing process. Mm-hmm. Discovering who you are. These are, these are things we've often kept so buried, yeah. tightly hidden, well protected, and and we don't let out. And so when we finally do let them out, we, we, we don't know what's going on often. But there's time. It takes time. It takes time. You could have read every book out there. You could have yeah. watched every documentary. You could be the world's foremost leading expert on the transgender experience. But when you actually come out, that you're just at the starting line. Yeah. Because there's still, how is this going to be? How, do, how am I going to feel? What am I going to want? Mm-hmm. You might know roughly. You might know exactly. But then real life happens. It might change things. It might go exactly as planned. Yeah. It's a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. So I think when you come out to mom or her, let's actually make this a level A person Mm -hmm. who then will come out to level, who will then tell level B people. I think you need to tell your level A people that it's not really their job to out you to anyone. Correct. Um, I mean, it's, they can't, right? Like there's a rule. You can't out. A gay person. You can't out a trans person. I know people do anyway, but people like, might like to to if it's a if it's gr- if it's a great aunt you barely know, mm-hmm. but your mom still talks to. They can be like, oh well, George is Bethany now, and mm-hmm. and you know I think you could do that if you explicitly authorize it. 
Yeah, and but you can... have to make sure that you're not putting the burden on them. Like, here, mom, I'm trans. Why don't you tell the rest of the family? Yeah, I could see that. You could say, I'm trans. Would you feel comfortable telling Uncle I George? Even, I wouldn't even ask. Like, you could just be like, you know, mom, I could either write a letter to everyone in the family mm-hmm. or, you know, if you just want to, like, just tell people. Mm-hmm. You know your family better. Mm-hmm. I would just say... you. You don't really want to put the burden on other people to come out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a crappy thing to do um, in general. Obviously, your family situation could be different. But mm-hmm. in, in reality, I think, in general, it's kind of like, eh, crappy to, <laughs> to do that. By the way, I'm trans. And why don't you just come out for me? But here's the thing. Yeah. You have a connection to great uncle George. Mm-hmm. You don't have a connection to your mom's coworkers. Oh, yeah. No, you no. Know? To situations so, like that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's totally. But then that's not even as much of a burden necessarily, I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know. But I think the point is the listener writes, you know, it's like because you you as a person are ready to handle this. It doesn't mean your family yeah. is ready to handle the same process of coming out. And I think that's true. Yeah. I think you have to know your family. And I think as the person coming out, you really have to take on... As much as you can, as far as what responsibility you can take for this, i.e., yeah. have have those question, those those FAQ links handy. Yeah, be willing to tell them. Send people to me. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. the do the letter to come out to the whole family. Don't put that on your mom or grandma or someone. Yeah. You come out yourself, and I think I think you can. You know, you have to approach this with patience, but this is also, this is your coming out. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready, it's, it sucks to like bring one person into the closet with you. Right. But sometimes that's how it starts. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. And it is a little bit of a burden on that person, but that's how it, it has to start. Mm-hmm. And it won't always be a burden because eventually you'll be out to everyone. You will. And I think that's something important to tell people. Mm-hmm. When You know, like, I am going to come out to everyone. I'm telling this to you in confidence because I do care about you and you are so important to me. I wanted to come out to you first mm-hmm. because I need your support first before I can go to the whole family. Mm-hmm. And then you are kind of inviting someone else into the closet with you, but with the expectation that you are going to take the impetus to come out to the family, to provide information to the family, to have questions directed at you. Yes. To tell them that, you know, mom, it's not your responsibility mm-hmm. to answer these questions, but please tell them to come to me or tell them, you know, here's a link you can send them to mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. more info. I think that's... You can let them know that mm-hmm. I know this might be a shock or a surprise mm-hmm. or, or whatever your reaction is. And all you need to do is deal with your own reaction and your own questions. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put a burden on you of having to deal with someone else's reactions and someone else's questions. Yeah. Here is a link. Here is a brochure. Not a brochure. Here's a pamphlet. Yes. Here's uh, here's some helpful information mm-hmm. in case someone asks. If they don't, okay. If they ask questions beyond this, send them to me. I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. And tell grandma I love her. Mm-hmm. I hope you love your grandma, mm. provided she's Betty White and not a MAGA hat wearing, like, crazy person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on yes. slightly related... Well, what were you going to say? No, 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 go ahead. Slightly related issue. We never did tell our listeners the conclusion to the should Faith oh. tell her grandma. 
Yes, a lot of this stuff kind of came up in that episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I maintained the status quo and did not come out to her yet. Faith opted um, to not tell Grandma. Rock the boat, so to speak. Did you tell your mom, tell her if you want, I don't care? I did at one point, Mm -hmm. and she kind of... She didn't like that. She didn't like that. I don't like it either. I didn't like it either. I was, <laughs> well, I, was I was just kind of pissed off at my mom <laughs> for br- bringing up this whole subject. Yeah. Um, because that was something my mom was doing of like, you need to come out to these people, and I'm like, I don't really give a shit. I mean, that's so, this exact situation. It is. Your mom doesn't want to have to watch her pronouns around grandma. Yeah. But she also doesn't feel like she can be the one to out you. Yeah. To grandma. So way to go. Yeah. So Faith. clearly I'm handing out this advice without really following my own advice all the time. Sorry, everyone. I'm a gigantic hypocrite. <laughs> it's trickier when it's your own life. But um, I hope you're more respectful than me. <laughs> and I hope that you are able to kind of repair this relationship a little bit with your mom. And yeah, except, you know, you might just go to her and just say, look, I've never I come out. Be- I've never come out before, and I I kind of screwed up with this, and mm-hmm. um, it was unfair to you, and mm-hmm. and maybe you know let's let's try to repair this. Yeah, how can we make it? Yeah, how can I make it right? What what will it mm-hmm. take so that you're happy and comfortable, and that we talk like we used to? I miss you. Yeah, that's so sad. It is a little sad, but hopefully that will be able to be mended. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, question asker, I know we uh, responded by email also, but let us know what you're thinking, where you are with this. And listeners, what was your experience when you came out to the initial circle and the concentric circles of your your social life? How was that affected? Were there hiccups? Were there snafus? Did anyone complain? Well, now now I have this big job to do. Let us know. Yeah. How did it go for you? Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear. Well, thanks, Faith. I hope that's helpful. Yeah, thanks, Kath. And uh, thank you, all you listeners. Mm-hmm. You guys are great. And we love you. We love our Patreon supporters. We love past, future, and current listeners. And we will talk to you next week. All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash genderrebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit GenderRebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jana. Thank you so much, Jana. And do we have any listener questions? We do. We've got a new listener question today. Let's hear it. Um, aren't we supposed to do that thing where you're like, hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, you're holding the the phone that has the question on it. We'll, we'll just go with that. Okay. Do you want me to ask the question? No, I just But think... you'll be doing all the talking with the answer. Yeah, when I Give you me your phone. It. Okay. 
Right. Should we just restart? No. This will be hilarious in the update. Okay. Dear Kath and Faith, I love you guys and you're amazing. You wait, should have the Nobel let's, Prize. Let's do that. I just made that up. No, wait, wait. Should we? What? Let's let's do the, the hey, Faith, I got a question. Or... Okay. <clears throat> hey, Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? It's actually a listener question. They write, when I came out, it was a huge strain on my relationship with my mother.